Hello, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dr. Louise, and today we are going to talk about body shame and toxic people. So this is a topic that's really important to me. Um, If you don't know, if you haven't seen me on Instagram or seen any pictures of me, I I am a fat person. That means I have a a large body. I am not on the um, upper end of the large body spectrum, but I definitely qualify as a fat person. And it turns out I'm actually a fat activist. I don't talk about that a lot here through um, Empowerment Through Thought. Uh, I do it more in my my personal Instagram, that sort of stuff. But, you know, I, I do identify as a fat activist. And that basically means I advocate for folks who live in large bodies. You know, in, in our society, large-bodied folks are discriminated against in part because of one major toxic aspect of our society, and that is diet culture. So diet culture is like a way to refer to the constant messaging and programs uh, we're we're hand fed um, about dieting, about how the exercise regimes you should be under, um, really, you know, that you need to be counting carbs and macros, all these sorts of things. All of that falls under uh, diet culture. And if you, you haven't noticed, there's a lot of messages we tend to receive probably on a daily basis for you um, that basically are critical of the body that you currently exist in. It's suggesting that your body is unhealthy. It is bad. It is, it needs to change. You need to do X, Y, and Z in order to change it. So we can have a long conversation about why diet culture is a toxic aspect of our society. Um, But what I want to focus on today is the relationship between um, these kind of body issues that come up as a product of diet culture and the way toxic people use these cultural themes in order to cause us as survivors harm. Now, we know that toxic people love to exert control over us, right? I talk about that a lot on on this podcast. I think, you know, you want the the quick and dirty answer to what is a toxic person. It's somebody who lives to control other people, right? Very simple. Um, So unsurprisingly, toxic people love leveraging toxic aspects of society to exert control over us, right? Toxic people tend to feel right at home um, with toxic aspects of society. Uh, diet culture is certainly not the only toxic aspect of society, uh, but that's that's definitely one that kind of obviously causes harm. So toxic people, when they're trying to control us, when they're trying to exert this power over us, of course they're going to use the these bigger themes to you know, further their project to exert more control over us, to make us feel worse. Now, one of the things that's uh, particularly problematic when we're dealing with diet culture things is, you know, diet culture kind of promotes this idea that if you live in a big body, you are bad. Um, It is wrong to exist in a large body. Um, It's a moral failure if you exist in a large body. And of course, um, you know, we see lots of examples in society of people who live in permissible sized bodies. 
right? Uh, in the fat activist community, these are often called straight sized people, but these, you know, these are folks who can walk into any brick and mortar store and they'll always be able to find like clothing that will work for their bodies. Right. So we all have lots of examples of those like good quote unquote, good bodies, right? We know the kind of body type we're supposed to be aiming for. Um, thanks to the communications of, of diet culture. And it's obvious when you exist in a larger body that you do not conform to those body standards, right? Now, if you're, you know, maybe a little bit bigger or maybe a little bit smaller than that ideal body type, um, you know, like you you might, people might notice that you don't conform, but if you exist in a much larger body, it is much more obvious that you are in violation of that norm. And of course, toxic people can see that about us right away, right? A toxic person can glance at you and guess that you're going, if you're in a, if you exist in a larger body, that you are um, going to be feeling the pressure from diet culture. So toxic people know that humans in larger bodies are violating society's expectations. This means, right, the toxic person figure this out, that they can already anticipate that you're going to be sensitive to comments about your body. So at a glance, the toxic person can notice your body, and they already have a long list of things that they can say to you to provoke you to have certain responses. They already know right away that if I comment on this person's weight, they're going to feel this sort of way, right? So that's a challenge for those of us who are existing in larger bodies and navigating toxic people. Now, on the flip side, the toxic person, not only do they can they look at you and guess, you're probably going to react negatively if they say these sorts of things. Toxic people also have a whole repertoire of excuses that society has drafted for them to justify their behavior. Right. So a really classic one when you're when you're dealing with body issues is, you know, the toxic person will say like, Oh, you know, you're so lazy. You never exercise. You sit at home and eat all day. And that's, that's why you look like that. Right. So they'll say that. And of course that's going to provoke a negative response in you. Nobody wants to be spoken to that way. Nobody wants to hear those kinds of, uh, you know, baseless critiques. Um, but of course the toxic person can say like, Oh, well, I'm just saying that because I care about you. I'm just saying about, I'm just saying that because I care about your health. Um, that's what we call, uh, concern trolling, right? That's, that's what we'd label it on the internet. But the basic idea here is that they can excuse the harm that they just caused you by saying those things by, by using one of the standard responses society has already scripted for them, right? And thanks to the values of diet culture within our society, it is widely acceptable to speak incredibly harshly, incredibly inappropriately to people who exist in larger bodies on the grounds of it's good for them because of their health. So there's lots to be suspicious of here, the connection between health and shame, um, health and fatness. There's a, there's a lot of questions here. But the toxic person 
who sees the, that they're targeting somebody in a larger body, they basically know a bunch of things they can already say to make this person feel bad, to exert control over them. And they already have a bunch of scripted responses when you know that person says, hey, you shouldn't speak to me like that. So toxic people, of course, because of their goals, because of their desire to exert control, they're looking to exploit any insecurities we have for their own gain. Since diet culture is so prevalent in society, it's, it's everywhere, right? Turn on the TV in the middle of the day, you're going to get like 20, you know, ads for various things. We've got, we've got things like Weight Watchers, we've got Noom, which is definitely a diet. Um, we've got like, it, it's just coming out of our ears. It used to be Atkins and the South Beach diet, and now it, it's keto and you know, like a million different things that are basically telling you your body is bad right now and it needs to change. Um, so toxic people know that. They use that. Um, so we're going to take a little break to hear from our sponsors. When we come back, I'm going to talk about some of the things that may have happened to you and what you can start to do as a survivor in a larger body. So what does this body shaming from toxic people actually look like on the ground? Well, in the past, the toxic person may have shamed you about your weight. So this can be a really direct thing, right? This is like saying like, you're too fat or you need to lose weight, right? That's a direct trying to make you feel shame about your body size. They may, a toxic person may have commented negatively about your eating habits. Right. So this is like when the toxic person is criticizing you for having a bowl of ice cream after, um, you know, after dinner or they're criticizing you for having uh, a soda instead of a diet soda. Right. Any kind of pattern of eating that you have. Right. If you like, you know, munching on chips while you work at your desk, the toxic person may have come up and said, like, you shouldn't be doing that. That's a bad thing to do. In more extreme cases, they might have actually tried to control what you could and could not eat, right? This is this is direct direct way to exert control over your eating habits. A toxic person may have chastised your clothing choices based on your body type, right? So let's say that you exist in a larger body and you wanted to wear a shorter dress right? You had a sundress and it went up above your knee, right? Which is not like a, that's not a wild thing in today's society for, for someone to wear. But the toxic person may have said like, oh, you shouldn't be wearing that, right? This, this might be especially true if you had like toxic, a toxic parents, right? So there's lots of reasons somebody might chastise your clothing choices, um, one reason is that they're feeling threatened. So if you had a toxic partner, romantic partner, and they are feeling protective of you and they don't want other people to see your body, that's one reason, right? But an another reason might be that the toxic person is somehow embarrassed about your body type and they want you to feel bad about it. So they tell you, you can't wear a dress or you can't wear clothes like that. Right. So when when someone is criticizing, when a toxic person is criticizing you um, based on, you know, your clothing choices based on your body type, that's definitely going to fall into this kind of body shame, body shame environment. 
So another thing that the toxic person may have done is called you unhealthy, purely based on your body size, right? So this is the idea that like, oh, well, you know, you're fat, so you can't be healthy, right? This is the idea that like your body type reveals, your body size reveals your health status. Now, this one can be kind of confusing to people because it is so common in society, this idea that fat bodies are necessarily unhealthy bodies. It is everywhere. We're, we're inundated with messages that suggest, you know, if you're fat, you are automatically on death's doorstep. You could not possibly be healthy in that sort of body. So, of course, toxic people are, are going to use that. They're going to you know, point out all the ways that you're unhealthy, that you're not taking care of yourself, that you're letting yourself go, all based on the fact that you have a particular body size. Now, what happens when toxic people leverage this stuff against us? Many survivors walk away believing the toxic person is right. They believe that they are a failure because of their body size. And, you know, let's say that you're somebody, you know, you've read up a lot on like narcissistic abuse. Let's say the toxic person you're dealing with is a narcissist, right? Maybe you already kind of have a sense that this toxic person is not that trustworthy. You're starting to get suspicious of them. Even those sort of survivors who are not really trusting the toxic person, they will still walk away believing the stuff these kind of folks dish out when it comes to body shame. And, you know, it's understandable because there are echoes of the supposed failure throughout society, right? The toxic person here is throwing something at you so that they can immediately exert control. But the things they're throwing at you hit so much more powerfully because it's situated in this context where like all of society is confirming that what the toxic person is saying is correct, right? So you, it's not just the toxic person saying something, you know, once and it was weird and inappropriate. No, it, it's like the toxic person is throwing in your face all of these messages that you have been hearing throughout your whole life. So even for survivors that recognize that the toxic person isn't trustworthy, that they don't believe a lot of the things the toxic person says, even those folks will still accept that they should feel bad about their body because, you know, the toxic person had to be right. You know, every time I turn on the TV, they're telling me I'm bad. So the toxic person was just repeating a thing. It's already true, right? You know, the, the challenge here is that we've got, there's like layers of challenges here. Society at large has embraced the, the values of diet culture, which are very harmful. And by the way, false, right? You are not bad because you exist in a bigger body. You are not necessarily unhealthy because you exist in a larger body. It is not a moral failure or a failure of your will if you exist in a larger body. All of that stuff is just trash. But society at large has embraced it and the toxic person is playing with these wide society-wide themes, right? So it's really confusing as a survivor because 
even when you can see maybe the toxic person is like full of crap, right? We, uh, well, like we still think like, well, maybe some of the things they were saying was true here, right? And we're citing all of these different sources of evidence. But when we start to look at the details, you know, there are some strong themes between the problems of toxic people and the problems with this toxic aspect of our society. I haven't talked on this channel a lot about what it would mean to have like a toxic aspect of society. Um, but, you know, first pass definition, kind of thinking about what that would look like. It's, it's a, some values in society, an aspect of society that's primarily about exerting control over other people, right? So this control, this power dynamic, right? So diet culture has this power dynamic between the approved body type folk and the non-approved body type folk. It turns out the vast majority, not just fat people, but the vast majority of humans are going to fall into the unacceptable body type camp. And society has said, okay, well, all of these bodies are unacceptable. So I'm going to sell you tons and tons of things to help you when you are in the undesirable body, get to the desirable body. Right. And they leverage all sorts of things across society um, to accomplish this. But in the end, it's all about maintaining control over the, the people who do not adhere to those body norms. So now we're facing two mountains to climb. Right? We've got the toxic person mountain. We've got to deal with the fact that this person is inappropriately speaking about your body. They're commenting negatively on your eating habits, right? There's all these immediate negative things with the toxic person. But then we also have to like combat the context that the toxic person is saying these things in. And that's a, that's a tall order, right? It's, it's a big thing. It's a really important thing to do. You know, they, these, when, when we get better at getting toxic people out of our lives, or we work on healing from, you know, navigating toxic people, you start to get a different kind of perspective on the world at large. And uh, for me, definitely, as I got more toxic people out of my life, as I, you know, worked on healing from these things, I started to notice that there's more than one kind of toxicity, right? And a big one, something that was very dominant in my experience as a fat person is, is the, the toxicity of diet culture. So, you know, this isn't going to be like an overnight process, right? It's not like you're going to immediately be like, okay, everything Louise said here makes sense. Probably some of the things I've said in this podcast do not make sense to you. Um, you know, you might have been tempted to, to exit out because you think she's like gone off the rails. <laughs> and, you know, that's okay. The things that I'm talking about here are not widely discussed. I'm not sure I've ever had a conversation in the narcissistic abuse space that centered on body shame and toxic people in the context of diet culture. Um, but the, there's an emerging body of research that supports a lot of the things I'm, I'm, I'm talking about here. Um, there's a, there's a newer field called fat studies, um, uh, where people from all different disciplines, um, right? Like academic discipline, scientists, they all come together and they, they study some of the, the claims of diet culture. They study the, the sociological dynamics, um, within, you know, within society at large, within fat people in particular. 
But you know, that's a, that's a whole bunch of stuff to go learn, right? The, the long and the short of it is that the majority of your body size is just determined by genetics. There is a portion of your body size that's determined by your behavior and by environmental factors, um, including like your socioeconomic status. But the vast majority of the story of your body size is determined by genetics. Genetics are the kind of thing we do not have a choice over right? Like my family, like we're all fat people. <laughs> like my mom and my dad were fat people. My grandparents, you know, they, they were both of my grandmothers were fat. They were short and fat. I'm tall and fat. Um, you know, like th this is, this is what it's like to, to be a member of my family for the most part. And there are people in the family who are not fat that does happen. Um, uh, but that's also just, the luck of genetics, right? That's how genetics works. So, you know, you can spend a lot of time and energy trying to, even once you've let go of the toxic person, you can say like, well, you know, they, they were horrible. They were a terrible thing, but some of the things they said were right. And so I'm going to go on a diet, right? That that's a path you can take. And some people do that uh, sometimes motivated by a desire for revenge body, right? They want to prove to the toxic person, especially if they were like a romantic partner, they want to prove to them like what a catch they lost. And you know, if that's you, that's totally okay. You do what you got to do on this part of your journey. But the empirical data, the scientific data, um, you know, a lot of the evidence that is coming out now, contemporary stuff, is that just body size is not a choice. It's, it's something we're dealt with, we're dealt out from our genetics. So, you know, you are not in your body type because of your moral failings. It's not because of your, your lack of discipline. It, it's not because you're some kind of failure. It's just, it's not about that. Toxic people in your life probably tried to convince you of that, especially if you exist in a larger body. They probably tried to convince you that that was the case. Diet culture today is still trying to convince you that that's the case. But, you know, there are other ways to look at the situation. And today there's starting to be a lot of concrete evidence that this entire toxic aspect of society is based on bogus claims, bogus scientific claims. So, you know, if, if you're navigating a toxic person and, you know, you, you're dealing with a lot of body shame issues or if and you've had a toxic person in your past, and you're trying to move forward with your life, but you're still carrying some of the body shame issues that arose in that conversation or just, just by being a person in a world where diet culture is dominant. Um, you know, that's something I would, I would love to talk with you about. I'd love to, to help you a little bit on your journey. You know, I offer um, just complimentary sessions to any survivor that's looking for support. It's 100% free. I just do it so that, I, you know, I get to know people. I get to, I get to hear what some of your experiences are. You get to know me a little bit. So if you're interested in that, you know, I'd recommend that you head over to my Instagram. I'm just at empowerment through thought. You can shoot me a DM. I love to talk about these issues with you. I've been a little bit resistant to talk about body shame and toxic people overall in this space because it's, you know, it gets, it gets real heated real fast. When you, when you have a fat person telling you it might be okay to be fat, a lot of people's feelings get real hot real fast. So, you know, if you appreciate me talking about this, I'd love to hear that too. 
Um, and you know, I, I hope that you guys got something out of this and I will catch you in the next one. Bye-bye.